We all know the story of the baptism of Jesus. We hear it every year at Mass. The story of you know, him going out into the water, being baptized in the Jordan, and the dove coming down, and the booming voice of the Father. But have we ever stopped and asked ourselves, why did Jesus get baptized? Because we believe, we believe and we know, we just celebrated this in Christmas, that God became a human being in Jesus. That Jesus has perfect unity with the Holy Spirit and with the Father. Why then would he get baptized? We wonderfully marvel at this at Christmas because we know that in the exchange of God becoming a human being, God gains nothing through that exchange, but we stand to get everything. We realize and understand in this baptism, in this feast that we celebrate today, the baptism of the Lord, that this is a part of God's plan for us. The gratuitous love he has for us. It is, yes, a stepping into his public ministry and mission that leads to the cross and resurrection. Yes, that's absolutely true. But really what Jesus does in his baptism is open the waters of baptism for you and for me. Because of his baptism, you and I can be, and God willing, were remade, renewed in his image in the waters of baptism. Remember that. The waters of baptism is not just some ceremonial thing. It's not just a blessing. In the waters of baptism, you and I were changed. We died in the waters of baptism. Who we were is now no more, and who we are is that beautiful and beloved son or daughter of God. When we emerge from the waters of baptism, in the same way that God the Father spoke to Jesus on the river Jordan, he spoke to us. You are my beloved daughter, my beloved son, because so indeed we are. The waters of baptism change everything for us, brothers and sisters. Not only does it open for us the gates of heaven, but as we know, it cleanses us of our sins. But it also makes it possible for us to persevere and to live the life of grace and truth to which we are all called. We aren't just passive recipients, those called to simply receive baptism, though it is necessary for our salvation. We're also called to be active participants in our redemption. God desires for the gospel to be proclaimed and shared through the baptized. It's not just a, we got baptized and then someday we'll go to heaven. It's we were baptized and now every moment is pregnant with the possibility of God's, perfectly, of God's will being perfectly done by us. We are called then to breathe in the grace and the truth that come from God. And then to breathe out into the world works of justice and mercy. Proclaiming, proclaiming the gospel with our very lives. Sharing the truth and the goodness and the beauty of new life in Christ with every person we encounter. There was a German mystic by the name, 14th century German mystic by the name of Meister Eckhart. He was a Dominican. And one of the things that he said, he uses a more visceral image than breathing. He talks about our life as being one of conception, gestation, and birth. That God gives to us all that we need, but we are called to receive that, to meditate upon that. And then to give birth to that 
in our lives and in the world. Each and every one of us through baptism has been given the opportunity to drink fully that come from the waters of new birth, the fullness of grace that we receive in the other sacraments, in particular our regular participation in confession and weekly reception of, our body, of the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus in the Eucharist. We are able to receive those fully and for those to continually transform and change us anew so that we can go forward into the world to proclaim the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Think of it this way, brothers and sisters. You might be the only gospel the people in your life get to read on a daily basis. Are you living in that reality? Not with fear and trepidation, but with the confidence and joy and hope of a beloved son and a beloved daughter of God. Because that is the mission we are called into in this, Euchar- or in this baptism we receive. We are not just, again, passive participants. We are active participants in the mission of redemption. Our own redemption and the redemption of the world. And all too often we are timid, we are afraid, we are scared. But we have nothing to fear as sons and daughters of God except for sin. And we know that Jesus has overcome and conquered sin. We should go forward with the faith and the hope and the conviction of that voice crying out in the desert that we heard in the first reading from the prophet Isaiah. We should be the heralds of the good news to all we encounter. Because we recognize, as St. Paul said in that letter to Titus, when the kindness and generous love of God our Savior have appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. We haven't done anything to merit this, but we have simply received the perfect love of God in baptism. And that has opened up for us an incredible and wonderful and marvelous world. Is it an easy world? Is it a fun world all the time? No. But as children of God, we go forward with hope and confidence and expectation because we know that God, who has loved us in our brokenness, will love us through and in these challenges and obstacles that are in front of us. It becomes not a problem to be solved our lives, but a wonderful mystery to be enjoyed and unraveled in front of us at all times. The mystery of life in God. We don't necessarily know where we are going, and we certainly don't have control over that. But if we know who we are and whose we are, everything in front of us changes. The difficulties of family life become something wonderful and amazing, where the resurrection of Jesus can be played out again and again and again in our love for one another at home. The challenges of living in a world that is marked by sin going out into an increasingly secular society become not obstacles to be avoided, but the joy of the Christian going forward into a world that needs a Savior. Jesus wasn't baptized for his own sake. He was baptized for you and for me. So that here and now, in this parish, in this town, in this country, in this world, you and I can be and have been transformed and renewed in the waters of baptism 
And we participate in that transformation and reformation every time we come to confession and go to confession and receive the Eucharist. Jesus did all of this so that we can receive, we can breathe in, we can be renewed, and so that we can breathe out the hope and the love of a God who came into this world to set us free and desires to set not only me free, but everyone I encounter. God looks on you, and in the same perfect, booming, loving voice, says to you the same thing he says to Jesus today. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. With you I am well pleased. May we have the strength, the courage, and the conviction to take that truth into our hearts and to share it with a world so desperately in need of it.